0: Oh, Recorded live.
1: There we go, and I joined the... I never remember if we meet... If I call you directly or if we meet at TalkShoe. We well, you, you usually call you. Is that true?
2: Yeah, you usually call me.
1: Okay. Okay. No problem. I just made a note, so I remember that. There's people that prefer to call you <laughs> to to um, meet me on TalkShoe. You do have the information to listen to the recordings, though, right?
2: I do, yes. I have just saying to my sister that I haven't done that yet, but the last session for sure I intend to
1: Good you know, good wonderful.
2: There's so many things that we intend to do <laughs>
1: that is very true that is true and it's actually a little hard just like it was it's been a, a tiny bit hard with the videos or you know being vulnerable which by the way you're doing amazing. I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Um, listening to yourself and the the sessions can be both. A little challenging emotionally, but incredibly powerful, because it's just you know coming to terms with like your voice and hearing yourself and everything that is going on is really really a powerful experience. So.
2: Yeah, because I you know I think we are always so like don't like our voice so much, you know or or. Yeah. uh... Uh, yeah, you know, it's like I, I never know how I sound, and then I hear myself, and I'm like, oh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have a great voice. I can hear you uh, a little bit quiet.
2: Am I quiet here today?
1: Yeah, just a uh, little bit.
2: Let me get my headphones just a second. Um, I've only been up for a little bit, and you're the first person I've talked to. And so my oh, maybe
1: that's Kind of it. like.
2: um, Yeah, I've been told I have a good voice, and um, (laughs) I've actually, one time, a gentleman that I worked with, who was like a grandpa, you know, to me, Uh he said, you know, if if this gig doesn't work out, like what I was doing for a living, he's like you should think about becoming a 900 author <laughs> And I was like, George, that's super inappropriate. Yes,
1: and God. And he,
2: he just laughed, you know.
1: Oh. Well, so, we so. do have a, quite a few successes to talk about, don't we?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously I made my first video Um, You know, talking about sharing some story and vulnerability, and that was, it really wasn't that hard once I got started, but it was just like doing it, you know?
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, like the idea of getting to it, right, is like kind of grueling, but you did amazing.
2: Well, thank you. And, I, I, you know, I felt, I kind of felt so good about it after I got it done that I was like, okay, like that, I could share. Like, that I would feel okay sharing about, like, in my, you know, on my page or, you know, or whatever. Yeah. It didn't feel, it didn't feel as scary to me, like, once I got it out, you know? Absolutely.
1: And, um, and you know what? The, the, the kind of things, like, whenever we keep something that feels like a secret, even if it's not necessarily a secret, but it feels like something that could, pretend, if somebody found out, it would not, it would, we would feel vulnerable or, you know, whatever. Do to have a reaction when we tell it in the open is like so empowering because it's like okay, there's nothing to hide on that one, right?
2: Mhm.
1: Very so true. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, it's kind of funny that you talk about that because that's I needed to talk to you about that today. So. Um, of course, absolutely. That, that very subject I need to talk about, but um, yeah, I mean, other successes. I um, let's see. I mean, it's not my success really, but I feel like it's my success that my daughter started her job. Yay! Yay!
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, and
1: um, and she's had, liking it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're just on day two, but you know, she feels good about it. I think there's going to be some challenges from a scheduling standpoint because it's not like typical business hours. Like every day is a different time and. So she's okay. going to have to figure that out with regard to my granddaughter. And, um,
1: right.
2: you know, I mean, that's going to that's gonna require some.
1: Some juggling some and some figuring yeah, out. some
2: sacrifice on my part, you know, from the standpoint of, like, being her backup. Because um, yeah. I don't know why, for, but for some reason, her day care closes at 5 o'clock, which makes no sense uh-huh. to me because most people don't get off till 5. Right. Yeah, and then, yeah, so, and then there's a couple of days where she doesn't get off till 7 now. Um, but she goes in later and so, but I'm sure she'll figure it out i you know i I think I was really clear last night in laying out my boundaries to her and saying, Here's you know, I wanna help, but you know yeah. you need to have like a backup plan and you know some things too, because you know obviously i I have two jobs, you know, so um, I'm not always available you know, when you're yeah. going to need me. And so I just, I don't want to feel like stressed out, like, you know, I'm letting you down. So I'll let you know when I can help oh. and you'll have to figure it out the rest of the time. And she was like, okay. So I felt like we had a good conversation about that. Um, And then last week I had, I hosted, well, I didn't really host, the, the gals from my B&I group that helped me buy my house. Oh, yes. We had a, yeah, we had a big housewarming here, and it was really awesome. And um, like probably twenty people here. And although I am a super social person, and yeah. I like, I love entertaining. I'm always super um, nervous about people coming over to my house. Yeah. I think that plays all into that being perfect thing, you know. And um, and it was just really lovely. And you know, it, it felt really good, and we had a great time, and
1: um, yeah, so lots of good things happened this week. Yeah, time. that that sounds fabulous because it's also like putting yourself out there—the possibility of con- making nice, you know, good connections. That's that's wonderful. And yeah. uh, how did you do with the perfection side? Well, of course, everything was perfect, but <laughs> um, <laughs> no.
2: but I was able to. Um, so I asked my daughter, you know, because my daughter wasn't working yet, and I was like, okay, I really need you to, like, help me. Um, Uh You know, here are some things that I need to get, you know, that I want to get done before we have this thing at the house. And normally where I would be like, fussing and fretting and going back behind her and making sure it was done right or whatever, I just, like, put her in charge and I work and I let her just get it all done, and, you know, and I didn't go back, you know, I didn't go back behind her and, like, double check. I just was like, thank you for your help, you know, I appreciate you so much, and I think it made her feel good because, you know, I I, I know that she knows that I do a lot for her, and she can't always, like, really pay me back, you know. Per right. Right. And so I think it made her feel good that you know she could help me out.
1: It's um, super super important that you didn't go back and double check on her. That, I mean, huge congratulations yeah. on you because I know how hard that is.
2: <laughs> it is hard. <laughs> you know, back when I had cancer, that that was one thing that I um, I think I learned from my girls that you know I used to be like so I don't know what you'd say, like crazy about stuff like cows had to be folded a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd ask the girls to help with the laundry, but then they wouldn't fold the cows a certain way. And so I'd go back and fold the cows over again. And yeah. I remember I don't know how far into my treatment, but my oldest daughter, who was maybe ten or eleven at the time, said you know, um, when you die, you're not going to, you know, they're not going to put on your grave. She had a really clean house.
3: <laughs>
2: That's uh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, you're right. You're absolutely right. And so I was really, and it really, like, knocked me for a loop. And I, I was able to give up, like, a big chunk of that type of control. And it's like, hey, it's better that it's just folded and put away and you didn't have to do it than that it's, you know, the perfect way that you think it should be or whatever um but i still of course have you know some of that in me too so um yeah so i think that felt good for both of us yeah
1: it's amazing and it's also really powerful it's such a such a see it's empowering for her and for you to also feel like you can ask for something you can receive it and even if it's not perfect it's definitely good enough and just to be able to relax and know that it's going to be okay, right? Right. That's huge. Right. That's exactly. really huge though. So. Yeah.
2: So, lots of lots of good things um and then I I'm um, you know I'm nearing the end of like my first like three months um contract with a coaching client and I you know I don't think she's going to renew with me and uh, you know, you were talking about this a little bit in the call, and I was really glad to hear you say it because I, uh, you know, of course, because I'm like, oh, you know, if I if I had helped her, she'd still want to be working with me. But, you know, I had to really sit and have a good chat with myself that, you know, I don't know that I've really helped her, but I also can honestly say
1: it's because she hasn't done any of the work. Mm-hmm. So in that case, I would really bring that out. I would just say, you know, like, for example, today, look, I'm going to give you a really wonderful way of talking about it. I okay. As as I made, you know, the as I set up the recording for this call, I noticed that this is the number eight session of our 10 sessions that we have together for the program, right? Right.
3: right.
1: And, I, and I thought, okay, wonderful. This is a perfect time to tell you, that you know to mention everything that you have done until now and then my recommendation is that we actually continue you know the program itself the group program is going to go all the way through I think end of October or something like that I don't know the exact date but I think it would be really powerful for us to continue as you're really solidifying your basis and addressing so much of the personal piece that is happening. And I was going to say, you know, I think that it would be very powerful for us to continue having some um, individual sessions and we can mm-hmm. talk about how we can make that happen. Okay. Um, And I'm very aware that you have made a, a ton of progress. I mean, you have been doing amazing. So this will be very different. The conversation with your, your client would be, you know, how do you feel uh, about the progress you've made? You know, I know that our our uh, time or our sessions are coming to an end, we're getting to number so and so and we said we were gonna have these many. Um how how do you you know looking back were you, where you were where we started? You know, do you remember? Let's remember together. Where are you at now? And and why did you actually what do you feel that I provided for you and what do you feel that you were able to do and accomplish, you know, in your follow through and you know, in that piece. Because it's about awareness. This is huge clarity. Even if she chooses not to work with you again, Michaela, which is totally okay, it's very powerful and empowering to let her know that you are going to do the best that you can and you're putting 100% and giving giving your all. But if she doesn't do her part, it's just really not going to happen. Now, you may be extremely surprised and she may say, oh, you know, I know that I have made progress, but, you know, it's it's hard for me or I have some resistance or this is what comes up for me. You know, you're gonna get a ton of information from it and so will she, which is that in itself I think is very important. Do you yeah, see do you see what I mean? Yeah, that's
2: yeah, that's really good. And I yeah, I, I do see exactly what you mean and I think that's a good way to have a conversation.
1: It's yeah, really yeah. powerful, and I have to tell you, in my earlier days, a few you know, a few years back, I would not dare to have that kind of conversation because I said, "Oh my God, I don't want to, you know, be confrontational, or you know, I don't want to create conflict. I don't want them to feel bad." But honestly, I looked at it and I thought, "This is about me. This has nothing to do with them. If I'm a really good coach, what I want is the best for them, and if they say that they're willing to invest and commit, and then they don't follow through." That's the pattern of theirs that is not working in their life,
2: right? Exactly, and I, sure. yeah, and I don't, you know, I kind of become friends with this girl too because I, you know, I meet with her, and you know, her. She's my realtor and everything, and I, you know, that it, it's hard for me because I, I, um I see, you know, it's always easy for you to see in others, right? Of
3: and course, I know, like
2: I can see where she's got a ton of resistance, like about her mom and we've tapped on that a couple times and that, you know, she's, she's very much like she starts to get a little emotional and then she just completely shuts down. Yeah. And when I, when I kind of try to push a little bit and say, you know, okay, what's, what's coming up right now for you, you know, because I can see it, you know, she just she just really keeps me at arm's
1: distance. You know, mm. so. So, so so that is another another level of, the, of challenge, which is really powerful for you, which is to be honest and, and open and say, I notice that you're keeping me at around slick distance. Is it, you know, if you, it would make sense if you, there's a part of you that doesn't fully trust me. I totally understand that. I imagine yeah. that there are things in your life that have happened that have led, you know, to you not fully trusting people. And I, it's not a because it's not a personal thing. This is probably something that she does with everybody, right? And it's so wow. again, it's very powerful to say. You know, I feel like I have a client that is like that, is very heady, and that's why she, you know, in order to cope with this, the the trauma and stresses in her life, she just goes into her head and analyzes. And she's brilliant, but I totally see how underneath all of that is a tiny little, you know, super scared little girl that is not really comfortable feeling her feelings. And we yeah. both know that if those, if some, you know, if you within you have a little t- a tantrum little child that's saying, I am not changing because it's not safe, guess what? It doesn't matter what you do. is that nothing's going to shift. Yeah. So and how do you
2: hand, like How do you handle it? Because I'm sure it happens for you because, you know, you're just human. Um... So she made a decision that was super powerful. Like the very first time I met her, I was like, there was this weird thing that happened where she did this awesome presentation and yet no one congratulated her. They congratulated her mom who wasn't there. And every single person, and I I tucked that away in my head, not knowing that we were going to work together, but I thought, oh, that's a weird dynamic. Like why – why are they all congratulating her mother when she's just the person that just gave this awesome presentation? And the mother's not even there. And So how
1: did they congratulate their mother? They just said, you know. Yeah, you know.
2: they were just kind of like, so the mom is a realtor and she's a realtor now. And, um, and so she gives this presentation on her real estate business. And everything the person around the room was like, doesn't surprise me that you're a great realtor because, you know, you come from good stock, like your mom was the best realtor. And then, like, praise the mom, like barely mention the good thing that the daughter does or is doing, but then give lavish praise to how awesome the mom was, you know, or is. Wow. And, and I was like, what, what is this? You know, and I was brand new to the group, and so I didn't know the mom. The mom had previously been a member of the group but was no longer Mm -hmm. a member of the group. And so when I, you know, when I congratulated her, I, I, of course, did not make any reference to her mom at all. Um, And just was like, I I can't believe that you say that this is your first presentation. Like, you're so, you really did an awesome job. And I, like, really praised her. And and I kind of felt like that was why she had trust to come to me and want to work with me. So anyway, yeah. all that being said is like the base. I never said that to her. And then she made the decision to leave her mom's agency the, or the agency that her mother worked for and to go and work for another agency where she'd get a different kind of support. I thought it was an awesome thing to do. Decision, like I really yeah. thought it was such a good decision. And I think she was feeling really, really good about it. I mean, and we were tapping about it and, and, you know, she was sounding so strong, and, and, you know, we originally started working together because she wanted to get, like, a good fitness plan and blah, blah, blah. And she was going to the gym every day, and everything was, like, going good. Mom, like, had a complete meltdown, Um, started being super passive-aggressive with her, started being threatening to her, and we were tapping about that and, like, you know, you can't control your mom, but you can control you. And how does this make you feel? And where are your boundaries with your mom? And you know, things like that. And then, boom! Ten days later, she texts me and says, "I've decided not to leave. It's not worth the aggravation."
1: Wow! And now she
2: hasn't been to the gym since.
1: Okay, so my, this is this is this doctor. is about cutting the umbilical cord, right? And I, it's
2: like I can see it. And I and I I want to be loving towards her, but I'm just like, but I'm just being honest with you. Like, I'm so disappointed. In
1: her. Well, I think that you. I would never say those words. Of course, I you know I totally right. understand, and I and I totally acknowledge your feelings. So sometimes it's like when when a client takes such a step back, you're like, really? Like, I mean, there's a part yeah. of you know I me that is like, are you are you kidding me? Like all those words that work yeah. that we did, and now you're going back. But it's like. I, I would bring it up with a lot, you know, I noticed that since this happened, these other things, I would like, like, I would present it as, I would like to have a very important and powerful conversation with you that will be challenging, but it will bring okay. a ton of, and in the, in the reason that I want to have this conversation with you is because I take my role as your coach very seriously, and it's very important that I give you the best that I can for you to reach the goals that you set for yourself when we started working together. Are you interested in having this conversation? So you have to get the buy in from her, the you know, it's like you're offering this opportunity and she may say, No, I'm not interested, which I highly doubted. But right. I think it's very important that, you because know, by saying that, you're already allowing her to be in, in her in her terms, not yours. Right. So, um, you know, just very, very clearly saying that, and I said, well, I would like to have a conversation about our, you know, this is a time where we actually reassess. You know, we had an initial conversation about where you're at, where you want to be, how we could work together. We decided to work together. This is a time that is very important to reassess. And, okay, let's let's think about where you were, where you're at right now, what happened, what worked in our relationship, you know, how do you feel that I... Uh, was it a coach? What I provided for you? Was there what worked, what did? What would you have liked better or differently? And uh, you know, this is all. These are really very important questions that I know you can go back instead of like um, you know taking notes right now. You, well, though you can, because I'm writing them down as well. So yeah, you, I'm
2: writing down while you're talking okay.
1: you, so. you know where you were at, where you're at right now. How was it? How these the process has worked for you specifically? how do you feel that i um that i was as a coach for you what i provided for you uh what worked for you what would you have liked to have you know differently or better or more of and okay. when that is answered the other question is how do you feel that you were as a coachee do you feel okay. like you really put the best of yourself and and that opens up this whole conversation because you know, you're both gonna talk about what happened and the transition and that she was going to the gym and that these things happened and now it's and they said, Okay, and if there were if there was a part of you, this is crucial, not her, but there's a part of her. If there were a part of you that is scared of actually really uh becoming independent, you know, like mm-hmm. uh you know, like divorcing emotionally and physically in a professional way, from your mother, what would those fears be? What would what would these part of you be afraid of? See, we one of the things that I talk a lot about in various ways is that we're all made of, of of different parts, and there's parts of us we can call it, you know, inner child. We can call it, you know, sometimes as a teenager, sometimes it's our ego, or sometimes it's more like our head, you know, like that is more our minds are telling us. You know, the perfectionist side comes more from our mind and what we, our beliefs, what we should be doing kind of thing, how that part interferes. We all have different parts. And there's a part that is really, clearly you got in touch with a part that was ready to step on her own. own. Um, And then this other part came and, and kind of like freaked out. Can we connect with that part and hear her out? Yeah. You know, basically really give voice to all the concerns and all the fears. All of these would be extremely powerful if you just have this conversation while while you're tapping Uh, because, you know, you can get to a deeper level with all of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because I do think, I think everything that you're saying, it's so, yeah, it really touches with me because I think we really hit a nerve the last session that we had that um, where we did some extensive talking and tapping, um, and what I, you know, what I also kind of have observed because I see her and her husband interact quite a bit, and because um, he's in the group as well, is that, you know, she's young, she's really young, so that it looks to me like transference of mom being in control to husband being in control, and. You know, she made some comments to me about how the mom blames everything on the husband, and I was, and I kind of tried to, like lovingly, throw out that it could be a control struggle. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, who's going to control Rachel? Mm-hmm. And tried to, we tapped a little bit, and I kind of, you know, talked about, you know, remembering that you don't. You don't own other, like, you know, you have the right to your feelings and you have a right to, like, say kind things or to speak in a specific way. But you don't own other people's feelings and you're not responsible for them unless, unless you've been, like, unkind, you know, or, uh, uh, you know, I could use this word, but, like, abusive, you know, in your, in your words or whatever. Because it was, like, a lot of her conversation is I made my mom feel like this. My mom mm-hmm. felt like this you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, boy,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And it's And it's... And it's,
2: uh, it's got...
1: So it's very... The kind of conversations you're having with her are extremely powerful and really, really extremely helpful. I think that you're teaching her. Now, how old is she? She's
2: 27.
1: Okay. So absolutely... And, and you know what? You, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a, a super astrologer or astrology kind right. of person, but... I do know that at 28. Uh, do you know anything about astrology at all, Michaela? I mean,
2: other than I'm a triple Aquarian. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> so
1: wow. Yeah. Well, so the one thing that I know of that it is a very powerful. I experienced it with many clients. You know, throughout my life, at 28 years old is what uh, what is called a Saturn return, which means that that planet comes back into your into the sky. You know, when you around your 20s twenty-sixth year, 26th or whatever, twenty-eighth, sorry, twenty-eighth year. So be, between the ages of twenty-seventh and around twenty-nine, those two or three years are extremely powerful because what happens, and I lived it, I really lived it, and I, I accompanied many people through it. At that age in your life, is like, if you're in the right path, you know, for what you came here to do, you know, your soul calling, your mission, then you get a massive impulse to move forward. But if you're not, you start getting whack over the head so you just get on the right path. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Interesting.
1: It's really, I mean, I was strongly, I know that you like uh, researching or learning.
2: So Mm -hmm.
1: definitely, if you put Saturn return, um, it's really a a very cool thing because I have gone through many, many, with many people. My, My own was really like super powerful. But with many people, it was, uh, I was like, okay, they tell me all these things that are going on and I have no idea why my life is in shambles. I'm like, okay, how old are you? Because I knew they were young, but I didn't know exactly. And they're like, well, I'm turning 28 in a few months. I'm like, okay, duh. That's the time. <laughs> yeah, this is what's happening. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's really, I've seen it so many times that I'm like, you know, just, I believe in it. So, yeah, uh,
2: yeah look into well,
1: it. I
2: look into that and I appreciate all these. Tip because it's like she she avoided having a call with me this week, and so I kind of reached out to her this morning and was just like, um, you know, just like, hey, just wanted to touch base with you because that's kind of part of our deal is that we have you know touch base like via text or something a couple times mm-hmm. a week, and so um, so you know I'm I'm gonna try to invite her to have a conversation again next week, and you know, so that'll be good to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That
2: conversation, because we're, like, two weeks from, you know, we're two weeks from the end of our contract, so it seems like the right time.
1: Perfect, perfect um, timing. And and, uh, and you notice that she may start, like, shying a little bit away from you because she may be a little concerned that, you know, the work that she's been doing with you has been leading to her leaving and then it got into a mess. Um, And that's the other thing that I talked about and I'm going to have to, I'm going to talk more about it in the group is that when we start taking steps towards our goal and what we really want, then life in many ways, again, because there's a part of us that is a little scared, we manifest in a completely subconscious way um, some event, it it could be internal or external, to like, you know, it's almost like making sure, are you sure you want these? Yeah. You know, wow. and it, things can get okay. a little rougher because it's like a double it's a checking. Are you sure you want these? Right?
2: Yeah. Um, okay, so that being said, I have to tell you what happened. <sighs> and you're the only person I've ever told this to. So this is a big secret coming out. Okay.
1: Um, I'm very honored and I'm... Holding very sacred space for you.
2: Um,
1: so, 12
2: years ago, um, I had an inappropriate relationship with a married man, and mm-hmm. only two times. Like, we only it only happened two times, and he was someone that I worked with, and no justification. Um, he just. I was just in a really, really bad place and he gave me attention that I was like starving for and I did it and then I had been cheated on when I had been married and it was like what are you doing? Like you, like why you wouldn't want another woman to feel how you felt, don't do this.
3: Yeah.
2: And I stopped it and never did it again and you know I've had, because we worked together for a while, Um, you know, I've had like once a year contact with him and we never talk about it. And it's just like, we talk about what we need to talk about. I wish him well, I have guilt, guilt, guilt about it. And then, you know, we move forward. Well, literally 15 minutes before my party starts last weekend, last week, My phone rings and it's a number from Tulsa and I've been dealing with some like doctor's information that was passing back and forth and I have doctors in Tulsa and so I answer the phone and it's his wife.
3: Wow.
2: She has caught him in another affair Mm -hmm. and he came clean and told her all of his indiscretions and apparently it's happened. You know, four times or something like four different ladies, and of course I'm just like I feel sick in my stomach. I
3: yeah.
2: I just feel awful. I I mean I don't know what to say to her other than I'm so sorry, and I don't I don't know how to ask for forgiveness or to apologize to you, and I can only say to you that this is what happened and this is what happened, has happened since then. And I haven't had a relationship with him in, in any way. And, you know, and that's it. I don't know what else to say to her. And she, of course, asks like humiliating, like, you know, do you have an STD history? And hmm. she's a doctor, you know, she's a doctor and, um, and, you know, and that's, that's kind of it. And then she, And then that's it, no more, you know. And I didn't talk to her right then because I literally had, you know, 20 people coming to my house and I was like, I'm not trying to blow you off. I understand that this is important. I have 20 people getting ready to walk into my house. Can I please call you later? And so we talked the next day and um, it's just, it's just, humiliating and embarrassing and...
1: Are you tapping, Michaela, as you're telling me? uh, um, I am now. (laughs) Um, Yes. Sorry, I didn't remind you a little bit later. A little bit earlier, yeah. And I just...
2: um, And I'm just scared. Like, I'm super scared, like, that she's going to try to retaliate in some way and that my secret is going to be out and...
1: So why? So okay. So you're super scared that she will disclose, or she would. What? What are you? What is your fear?
2: My fear is that everybody's going to find out that I did this.
1: Okay, everyone at work, or everyone in in your life, or My, my yeah, everyone in my life. You know,
2: my friends, my daughters, my you know, my family. I mean, everyone. I mean, this has been. My deepest, darkest secret, yeah. and you know, I mean, he 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 actually called me that evening and said, "So I guess Anna has been in contact with you." And I said, "I don't think that you and I should be talking." And he's like, "Well, I just wanted to call and apologize to you. You know, she asked me to be honest." didn't have to say your name I don't know why I said your name I just she said be honest to save our marriage and so I just said it and I said you know I don't um, I mean I think I mean obviously I wish that you hadn't but in one way I'm glad it's just out there now like I'm just glad it's out and we can just get rid of it And I said, and I I did something wrong, and I guess I'm going to, you know, 12 years later I'm going to have to suffer the consequence of it. I'm just scared to death of what that consequence is going to be. And he's just like, oh, you know, she's very logical. She's not going to, like, try to get retribution against you. And he's, like, laughing about it. And I'm so pissed. Like, I'm just so incredibly pissed off did
1: you tell her attitude. did you tell him you were pissed or he was like almost like joking or something with you
2: yeah i i told him i said you know i don't think anything about this is funny yeah i like, not one thing about this is funny and he's like you're right you're right i said you're you're being super disrespectful to your wife i said i i have hurt another woman in a way that i have been hurt and i can't take it back and, and now it's there, and it's known that I've hurt this woman in a, in a way that I have been hurt. And I would never want this, and I don't, and I,
1: you know, I'm so mad
2: at myself for doing it. And you're making light of it. Like, you're making light of what you did to your life. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm not making light of it. I'm just nervous. I'm just anxious, and... You know, I'm just laughing because I don't, I've just been like, I've got so many emotions and nerves coming, you know, through me or whatever. And and I was like, well, I, you know, I just think we should not be talking. Like, we need to get off the phone, but I am going to tell her everything to the best of my ability of what I remember the truth to be. And, you know, and I hope that she will take that and she won't try to hurt me in any other way. Yeah. Like, I I, I, I doubt
1: it. Did she seem, when you talked with her, you're still tapping, right?
2: Yeah.
1: When you talked with her, did she seem um, like a, you know, like really pissed at you or was she more like wanting to have information? She just seemed
2: like she just was like answering questions. Like she was, I mean, she even said thank you several times. Um, okay. Um, and I just, uh, you know, and the deal is, is that we've been in social situations together many times since this has happened because we lived in a small town.
1: Mm, okay, so healy, they live in your in your same town.
2: Yeah, like used to. Like I don't live there anymore,
1: and she oh, okay. doesn't live there
2: anymore. But I mean, we used to be at like charity events together, at Christmas parties together, at school functions for our kids together. I mean, and of course, so it was like every time, and, and I, and it wasn't like, you know, it was like three times a year, let's put it that way, but it felt like... Totally,
1: like three too many.
2: Three too many, right. And every time I saw her, then it just made it resurface and I just felt bad all over again, and I, and I felt so awful being like, like where I would, you know, she probably wondered if I hated her or if I you know, or thought that I was, like, a bitch or something because I would just have minimal conversation with her because I didn't want to be disingenuous. I didn't want to be fake, like, knowing yeah. this. And, you know, so I would just be polite to her, but I would never, like, try to engage her, like, in in-depth conversation or anything like that.
1: Right. And that that has to do with your own guilt, right? It' has nothing to do right. with her.
2: nothing to do with her. It was because I felt so bad, and it was like if it ever came up i you know when I got cheated on the biggest thing that that I felt was dumb, like I felt like it made me look stupid that he was able to pull the wool over my eyes,
1: yeah. So, so let's let's, my... let's actually do some some deeper healing here. You up for it? Yeah. Good. Okay. So close your eyes and keep on tapping. Just at your pace. You can even tap in one point. And I want you to let your mind paint you the picture of you 12 years ago, and. To see that that version of you, 12 years younger, with everything that was going on in her life. How do you
0: feel towards her right now as you see her?
2: I kind of feel sorry for her. I feel like like I'm angry at her, but I also feel sorry for her that she was just like in such a bad place that she thought that that was some kind of temporary solution
1: okay so let's stop together close your eyes again and as you see her there I am Stepping through the points and repeat after me
0: You can you hear
1: me Michaela
2: yeah I didn't hear what she said I'm sorry
1: Oh, no, I no problem, okay, points, yeah. yeah, so tapping through the points and repeating after me, there okay. she is,
2: there she is.
1: I can see her. I can see her. I so wish that she didn't do that. I so wish she didn't do that every day i i I really think that she should have known better. I really think that she should have known better. She really should have known better. She really should have known better. And she made a disaster of it. And she made a disaster of it. It was so inappropriate. It was so inappropriate. Totally not okay. Totally not okay. I don't know what she was thinking. I really don't know what she was thinking. She really should have known better. She really should have known better. She was weak. She was super weak. She was so weak she fell for it. She was so weak that she fell for it. But she should have known better. She should have known better. And I'm really pissed at her for it. I'm really pissed at her for it. Because I've been paying it since. And I've been paying for it every day since. I've had this dark, awful secret because of her. I had this dark, awful secret because of her. Because of her and her weakness of her and her weakness, she should have been stronger, she should have been stronger, she should have known better. she should have known better. She made a mess of things, and I've been paying for it she's been she made such a mess of things, and I've been paying for it ever since, yeah, and it's like a dark, dark cold in my heart since that day. It's been like a dark, dark cold in my heart ever since that day.
2: Just shame, yeah. like I just have shame about it,
1: yeah, so, I've been carrying all of these for twelve years because of her.
2: I've been carrying all of this for twelve years because of her,
1: and I cannot forgive her, and I cannot forgive her, so I've been punishing myself in different ways, so I've been punishing myself in different ways, telling myself that I can be terrible, telling myself that I am terrible. And if people knew the real me and what I can do. If people knew the real me and what I was capable of. They would not like me. They would not like me. They would not want me to coach them or even have my help.
2: They would not want me to coach them or ask me for my help and advice. Ever. Ever. They would not look up to me. They would not be inspired by me.
1: Yeah. If they if they only knew how weak I can be, if they only knew how weak I can be. Take a deep breath. Seeing her again, how does she seem to you now? Has she changed at all?
2: I don't know. Just the words that popped into my head was like.
1: Silly girl. Silly girl, yeah. Silly girl. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then I want you to notice, right, a a little bit more as you look at this silly girl, you know, that she's young, what is going on in her life? There was a lot going on. on. Just take this note. Yeah. I mean, there was was a lot. It was a hard time, wasn't it? Yeah, a very hard time. It was terrible. So tapping through the points again, it was such a hard time for her.
3: It was such a hard time for her.
1: And she didn't have much support.
3: didn't really have any
1: support. She was so alone.
2: So alone.
1: Devastated. Really
2: devastated.
1: Trying Feeling like...
2: You yeah, know, Trying to be strong and trying to keep it together.
1: Yeah. She was trying really hard. Really hard. and she had no one to support her or give her advice. No one to support her or give her advice. She didn't know if she could even count on anybody.
2: I feel like she could count on anybody.
1: She felt so lonely.
2: And she felt extremely
1: lonely. And really, really sad. And really, really sad. And at that time, she thought that being with him could help. At the time, he said all the right things and he made her feel safe
2: and secure and she thought yeah. it would help.
3: Yeah.
1: She didn't know any better. Didn't know better. But the truth is that nobody was there to tell her or support her either. The truth
2: was that nobody was there to tell her or support her either.
1: And she was very lost.
2: He was very lost, so lost. Mm-hmm.
1: She could, she didn't have anyone to turn to. I
2: feel like she had anybody to turn to.
1: And he took advantage of that. And I really think he took advantage of that. And now that talking with his wife, now I know that it's his pattern.
2: And now after talking with his wife, I know that that is his pattern.
1: He's always done that kind of thing.
2: always done this kind of
1: thing. Taking advantage of people that are feeling weak and lonely.
2: Taking advantage of people that feel weak and lonely.
1: And the truth is that I learned so much from that. The truth is I learned so much from that. There's not even a chance I would ever do that again.
2: There's not a chance ever
1: that I would do that again. Because since then, I actually have grown really strong.
2: I've grown stronger since then.
1: And I know that I can actually talk with people. And I know that I have people I can reach out to when I'm feeling weak. Because there's going to be moments in life that can be really challenging.
2: I've definitely been tempted many... I mean, I can think of three other times in the same way. I was strong. And I didn't...
1: Yeah. I'm never doing that again. Never doing that again. Even though that was really, really terrible, I learned. Really, really terrible, I've learned. I learned so much. I learned so much. And I learned so much that I would not have learned if I didn't go through that. I learned so much that I wouldn't have learned if I didn't go through that. Isn't that true, Michaela? I didn't.
2: Sure. Yeah, I and I, you know, I was thinking about after I talked to her that it's like, okay, so, you know, I'm starting to release this stuff and is it, like, suffering the back end of the consequence of it? Is that how I can truly release it? Because, I mean, you know, I've asked God for forgiveness for it and I do believe that he forgives you, you know, like my faith tells me that you are forgiven when you ask for forgiveness, but there are moments in time when, just random moments in time when, it'll just jump in my mind like it happened yesterday. Yeah, and of course. I'll yeah. Beat, and I'll beat myself up about it, and I'll just be like, "That you're a bad person, and if and only really knew, you're a bad secret, and yeah. you know that it, you don't deserve like these good things to be happening to you because you're a bad person.
1: Yeah. So I want you to see that I really wish that she would have been stronger. Except with me. I
2: really wish that she would have been stronger.
1: And now I see that she really didn't have it in her.
2: Now I see that she really didn't
1: have it in her. She was just desperate. She was desperate. And she was totally lost.
2: And she was totally lost.
1: She did the best she could with what she had.
2: She did the best that she could with what she had.
1: And she didn't have much didn't have much. So he seemed like a good option at the time. Yeah. He seemed like a good option at the time. And she stopped as soon as she realized it wasn't good. She stopped as soon as she realized it wasn't good. So close your eyes and see her again. How does she look to you now?
2: (laughs) She's actually smiling at me now.
1: Yeah. So looking at her, imagine that you're actually tapping on yourself as well as tapping on her. I am really sorry that I haven't forgiven you until now.
3: I'm really
1: sorry I've forgiven you until now. Yeah. The truth is I feel really proud of how strong you were to stop it.
2: Yes, I feel really strong and how I feel really proud of you for how strong you were to stop
1: it. It was only twice, and you realized right away.
2: It was only twice, and you realized right away this is wrong. Yeah.
1: I'm so proud of you. I'm
2: so proud of you.
1: You really did amazing, given what was going on.
3: You really did amazing, considering what was going on.
1: And I'm really sorry I hadn't forgiven you.
3: I'm really sorry I hadn't forgiven you.
1: But thanks to you, I have learned so much.
2: Thanks to you, I've learned so much.
1: And we're both stronger now.
2: We're both stronger now.
1: It was not a mistake. It was something that we learned from.
2: It was not a mistake. It was something that we learned from.
1: It was not the best, and yet we learned so much together.
2: It was not the best, but yet we learned so much together.
1: I am proud of you.
2: I am proud of you.
1: I really love you.
2: I really love you.
1: And I'm truly grateful for the strength you did show. I'm truly grateful for the strength that you did show. As soon as you realized it was a bad idea, you stopped it. As soon as you realized it was a bad idea, you stopped it. And you really stood by that. And you really stuck to that and stood by that. Yeah. Not only that, but when you would seek his wife, you would just avoid her not to be dishonest.
2: Yeah, when you spoke to Anna, you were not dishonest. You told her exactly how it was and what happened. And yeah. Her transparent. I <sighs> wasn't. I mean, and I was vulnerable to feel her hurt and her anger, and it was so hard.
3: Yeah.
1: I now see that it was such a devastating and terrifying time.
2: I now see that it was such a devastating and terrifying time.
1: And that you truly did the best that you could. And that you truly did the best that you could. I am truly proud of you. I'm truly proud of you. Because you actually behaved with integrity.
2: Because you actually behaved with integrity.
1: The minute you realize that you stopped it. The minute you realize that you stopped it. Take a deep breath. Do you see how powerful that is, Michaela? Because we both know that it could have been really easy to just continue feeling supported and held by him and, you know, at least get a little sense of containment and caring or, you know, whatever he was providing, right?
2: Yeah, right.
1: And she stopped it, I mean twice is like, and you learn so much, so what do you what did you learn about her and about yourself?
2: Just that I mean, I think this is work that I'd like to do more with you is that I just I really have to be like totally cliche. I have like real daddy issues, and oh. and I realized that. I just have had this ever need my whole entire life to have male affirmation and to mm. feel loved by a man and to feel validated by a man and and that you know and I think really at that moment in time, it was just like a i mean a i Laid awake at night going, what are you doing? Like someone did this to you and and do you want to be the person that does this to somebody else? Like, and they have children and, you know, like you don't want to put another woman in a position of feeling how you felt when it was done to you. And then B, it was, you know, this is not like, yes, he, he always validates you. He's always like saying good things to you and he's always telling you like, what a great person that you are, but it's like tainted. It's like a tainted validation.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: and that's not what you want. Like and and because of the only male validation that I ever got I felt was tainted. And mm. and so I feel like there's been a lot of situations in my life where I sought out relationships where I don't. It's not unconditional love. It's it's tainted validation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Validation.
1: So that that is really yeah yeah that's a, that's a really wonderful awareness and you're absolutely right. It would be very powerful to do that because you you want to heal that in a way that you can feel that when a man actually validates you, you can let it in. You can trust it. And if it's not, you know, if it's not authentic, then you can say, oh, okay, well, those are nice words. They don't coming, you know, from, taking it from who, who it's coming from. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take it in. Um, but it's not gonna hook you either, right? Right. And it's not a blanket, a blanket belief that all men's validation is tainted.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't believe that, and I. But, you know, it's like I have this magnet, you know, that I draw from, like, people who end up, you know, being cheers or being alcoholics or being, Mm -hmm. like, emotionally crippled or, uh, you know like, I just feel like that's always what I draw to myself. And it's like, I'm not even, and I'm, you know, typically, it always starts out that I'm not aware in any way that they're like that. And then I discover it, you know, and I'm just like, why? Like, why do I always draw those types of people to me? And, you know, at that moment in time, I mean, obviously, I just, you know, recently gotten divorced, I had just, I was just on the other side of my cancer. I mean, I was, like, in you know, a totally just wrung out, you know, no kind of self-esteem, self-worth place in my life at all, you know. And so it, it didn't take me long to be like, uh, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, yeah. This is not the direction that you want to go in. You're trying to go away from this direction. And
1: Yeah. How do you feel now about the secret? About the fact that how do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I feel like
2: yeah, I I feel good. Like I'm like I feel lighter that it's out. Um, you know, I like normally if something if something like this would happen, and not like this, but you know, something maybe quasi-equal to this would happen. I mean, there'd be many nights where I would lay awake and not be able to sleep. And after talking to her, I, you know, I did I did tapping before I talked to her. I tapped after I talked to her. I was tried last weekend to be, like, super kind to myself and, you know, just kind of be real reflective and stuff. And I actually, I've had a couple nights this week where I haven't slept very good, but, um, but for the most part, I've slept well, and I was kind of surprised, so I feel like All right, you know, like just getting it out has been good. Um, Does it feel, how is
1: it, how is it, it how is your guilt? How how is the guilt?
0: I don't, I guess I don't necessarily
2: feel guilty right now or anymore. I, but well, let me say this like, I don't feel like the guilt well up in me when we just, say it it's like it's out I'm I'm letting go of the guilt but the mental image of her telling my children about it
1: so you're going you're going a little bit far and then we're going to address the fear we're going to definitely address that fear okay yeah but uh but what I want you to notice is that as you as you connect with yourself on that part of you a younger part of you can yeah. you, could you honestly, because I saw your, your heart going out to her. Could you see yeah. that you? there's a part of you that, you know, the part of you that did that, you can forgive yourself, and you can understand, forgive yourself, and recognize everything that you learned from it.
2: Yeah, I definitely think that.
1: Okay. And I
2: think that I can have empathy for her situation without having hold on to the guilt. Yeah. You so know? I'm going to
1: put that there's still some work to do when it comes to the fear of your children finding out. Yeah. And um, the one thing I want to say about that is that if you were to tell somebody, not just your children, but anyone, anyone at all, what was going on in your life. So so if, you were to, if I were to tell you, this is even better, Michaela. I'm going to take two minutes to do this, even though we're a little over time. But if I were to tell yeah. you, Michaela, You know, I there was a time I want to share something that um, that it's just a little challenging for me to share. But um, at the time that this happened, I had just gotten divorced. I felt devastated because I had just gotten out of my of the cancer that I went through, and I felt lost. My self esteem and self worth were non-existent, and I, I felt so lost and so lonely. And there was someone that just Started connecting with me, and even though I knew he was a married man, I I saw it as a as an opportunity to feel good, to just uh, get some relief, to feel contained, to just bring a little tiny speck of good into my life where I felt like everything was so dark. How do you and 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 one more thing, and I know that it wasn't the right thing to do. So after we met for a couple of times, I completely stopped it um i you know I know that it was not right for me to do that, and that's why I stopped it as soon as i as I realized I completely stopped it but I, I still feel um I feel like I would like to let it go. I feel like I want to forgive myself, and I'm sorry that um it may affect you. How do you respond to it yeah I and
2: mean, it's literally almost this exact situation has happened to me where someone came to me a good friend of mine and told me this very thing like she had different circumstances going on in her life and the funny thing was is that i put my arms around her and i hugged her and i told her it's okay and that i loved her and that i hope that if she ever needed to talk like she felt you know like she was in that position and this was before i um had this situation happen um that, you know, I'd be there for her, that she could call me, and and I but I held on to anger for the man, like, still to this day, because mm-hmm. I know who the guy is, I still have anger towards him. Isn't that crazy? Like
1: No, because, was... no, it, it's not crazy, and I'll tell you why, because what is happening is that your issue is just, like you told me a minute ago, your issues is with men. Yeah. So I think it's really, really, um, it makes a lot of sense that, that you're angry with a man because yeah. of your experience. So I would love for us to address that part,
3: like next, you said. Yeah, yeah. next, next,
1: next time. time yeah. yeah. And it would be, um, uh, you know, you're more than welcome to, I don't know if you have a session for next next week, but it would be if there's anything that works for you, um, I would be. it would really be wonderful for us to work on this so you can continue moving forward with your business because sometimes yeah. these kind of things can become like a, you know, a roadblock for us.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I could definitely say my energy went down like after
1: this happened. Like, I
2: just did a wall and I was just like, ugh, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely.
2: And I felt like the, like, you know, like I was posting a couple things and, and, you know, people were like, oh, you're, you know, you're such an inspiration or whatever and it felt just awful and not authentic and so I haven't really posted anything for a few days, you know, because it's just Trying to get through it, you
1: know. Absolutely, absolutely makes yeah. so much sense. But I sense. feel better. Yeah. I feel better right now. So good, wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I uh, we'll, we can talk. You know, today is our eighth session, so let's let's actually connect. you know, if you can next week, or if, yeah. and um and work on these and talk about. You know, you give some time to the idea of continuing our work together. Yeah. Okay. That okay. sounds good. Wonderful. Okay, big hug to you, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. You too, hon. Take care. You too.
2: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.